recording. So the podcast, as uh, the computer has told me, has begun. Nice, nice. Sorry, I would have jumped in sooner, but I was uh, exhaling uh, medicine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you what's were. going yes, on. Yes, you were. <coughs> but welcome, this. everybody, to the latest edition of Hot Property Season 2. My name is Dan Scully. I'm Stephen Richards. And today that was we one of the have best intros we've had. You like that? Oh, I came out hot. I had sound good, effects. Man. I laughed. I cried, and uh, yeah, we got through it. <clears throat> that was the quickest emotional cycle too, because you laughed, but it was like a silent laugh, and tears were like thrust forth <laughs> by the laugh. And then, as soon as that tsunami of emotion came on, it abated, like a spring wind. Yeah. And and here we are, back to base level. I'm an emotional guy. You know? Yeah, man, I hear you. But you got lots of game left, according to the hoodie that you're wearing. I'm constantly crying, just on the just <laughs> on the inside. I had a weird thing trigger me to tears uh, just the other day. It was very strange. I was watching a movie that I love, Inherent Vice, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Joaquin Phoenix, based on the Pinchon novel. And there's a segment that we'll call the Ouija segment, where they have like a memory about a Ouija board, and it's framed as like a funny stoner moment, but. The music, uh, Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead does the music. There's a point where they do a flashback in this Ouija scene where just the, the way that the shot is composed, the way that the lighting is done, and the way that the music hits, it like just gutted me out of nowhere. And this is a movie I've seen before. And I couldn't draw upon any memory that it was triggering. I couldn't draw upon any like experiential thing. It was just the powerful combination of all these artistic forces just hit in a moment. And, and I mean, quite literally when you say triggered, it was like the pulling of a trigger. I just had tears coming down my face and I was like, man, I'm like so moved and I can't figure it. It it was a phenomenal moment. And it's something I've never been moved in a way that I couldn't, I couldn't figure out something about me that was being inspired by the moment. It was just such a, like a, a, a guttural moment of beauty that it just, it happened like involuntarily. It was, it's never happened to me before. I think I'm just getting old. But um, I cried. It was awesome. The I'll be completely honest with you. The first half of that story, mm. I was not familiar with about half the words in it. <laughs> Why was I using big words, or was I? Just You're just saying? using names and words that I didn't really understand. What's a what's uh, a Ouija? We you know Ouija the game. Oh. Ouija boards. Yeah. Well, the Ouija Qu- board Ouija. Huija, uh, I always called it Ouija. Or Ouija. I always call it. I always called it scary magnifying glass. <laughs> That's probably the most accurate name. Yeah, scary <laughs> magnifying glass. <laughs> That's what I. That, That's how I grew up. You know. It was so weird, and and I feel like as I get older, um, I'm more apt to be moved to tears by things. But this was the first time. Like I said, it was just. It, it was like a, a light switch. It, I, it didn't make, I wasn't like thinking of somebody lost or thinking of a, a sad memory or a whatever. It was just pure tears. And I've been riding on the high of feeling a real emotion for the first time in decades for like days now. So it's fantastic. You know what has been kind of uh, get, like triggering me and my emotional uh, dams that have been bursting? Um, is anytime I'm watching a movie or a show and everything just comes together in a perfect way or like somebody or like everything's going really well for people. And I'm like, now that you're talking about this, I'm realizing now 
I'm probably getting choked up at these moments because everything in the past year has just been the worst. It's been insane. <laughs> so like seeing somebody with such joy and happiness on their face just makes me cry because I don't know if I'll ever experience that again. Yeah. Well, because you know? it feels it's like 2021, watching, not off to a great start. <laughs> well, it's aspirational, but it's increasingly aspirational in the way that like a lightsaber is like they're never going to exist. But we see a lightsaber when we're 10 and we go, that'll never exist. But that's fucking amazing. And that's how I feel about, about happy endings now. Yeah. No, I'm saying at 10. So now at 33, a happy ending has that weird sci-fi feeling where I go, well, this is impossible, but man, it would be so cool if I could play with this one day. I still I still feel that way about lightsabers, though. Oh, I do, too. Actually, and I, I think we'll probably get a lightsaber before we'll ever get a happy ending. I feel that way about lightsabers more than I feel that way about, like, happy endings. I, I'd rather have a lightsaber than a happy ending because at least I can cut bitches with a lightsaber. I can't do shit The problem with a happy is... Ending lightsabers lightsabers pretty much lock into fate that i will not have a happy ending because i can't live in a world with lightsabers because there is a 100 percent chance that i will kill or permanently maim myself with a lightsaber completely by accident yeah and it's i you know i'm gonna be the guy who's holding it and i'm holding it the wrong way so when i shoot the sword it's just <clears throat> right into my head you know or whatever yeah. it is which they didn't do till the last Jedi, but he does. He does the yeah. When Kylo Ren, that's why it's the best Star Wars. Um, well, let's Star, get into it, man. Star Wars, the happy ending. It's the most sci-fi thing oh, in the world. And at the end, just it's like it's a family that loves and accepts one another, and they have just enough money. But whatever they have over that limit, they give to charity, and the charities all care about people. And we just sit there we're like, this is fucking. This is. This is this this is a this feels so sci-fi ever since the actual Death Star appeared in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since I was burning alive on that mountainside, and as my teacher was screaming at me about how disappointed in me he was, (laughs) he said I was the chosen one. Would have been nice to know. Yeah, that would have been great. Thanks for the fucking cliff notes, Obi. Um, You just yelling at me, (laughs) cliff notes. You you teased. They'd be called like George notes. What would Cliff Notes be know. in the Star Wars Lucas world? Notes. Lucas Notes, yeah. I thought there was yeah. something. I'm tired. Um, you have been teasing me all week with a great snack cupboard, so I think we'll just dump, jump right into that because I want to know okay. what it is. So I'm going to text you a link to... Actually, maybe I'll just copy and paste the photo to you. Um, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> I can't even look at it. Okay, so uh, I am going to send it to you, and I want you to try and tell me what it is. Like, describe what you think this is. Can you send it to all of our listeners, too, so they can get another visual medium of this podcast? No, because I want you to describe what you see in this picture. Uh, You might need to zoom in a little bit, but I just texted it to you. It's not popping up on my computer yet. I mean, you could check I, your phone. Do you I got that? it on my watch and my phone, but I want to look at it on my computer. Okay. I think this level I'll look of at it on my phone like a, fucking, it like a fucking peasant. I'll look at it on my phone. Well, you're not the peasant who paid $6 for the joy of one of these today. And I did it for this, the show, and I'm regretting you it have this? I feel like ass. Yes. Can you describe to our listeners what it is that you're looking at? This is a Popeye's um, manufactured item. and in the <laughs> Manufactured is key. In the um, 
uh, white Popeye box. There's a, looks like an order of their classic Cajun fries, a buttermilk biscuit, and then what looks like to be a deep fried hand with six <laughs> fingers on it. And what is this item called? It's called r- ripping chicken. <laughs> ripping chicken. Let's get started. Ripping chicken. So, Popeye's chicken's ripping chicken is exactly what you think it is. Uh, somebody saw fit to take one piece of chicken and snip it almost into chicken fingers. But that looked leaving, like actual fingers. Le- leaving it together as if to be a chicken hand. <laughs> you know, it looks like a deep fried human hand. <laughs> yes, but I mean, chicken fi- chickens don't have fingers, but we call these strips of chicken chicken fingers. So uh, Popeye's went, how can we shave a little bit of time off of our chicken fingers? They're like, we could not cut them all the way. <laughs> He's like, perfect. We'll leave them together and it'll be like a hand and we'll deep fry it until it becomes this like monkey's paw looking creature that, that you know, like a, a, a I can't think of a, a word. <laughs> I'm picturing like the, uh, uh, like, uh, oh no, what is her name? Call me now for your free reading, Miss Cleo. I feel like Miss Cleo has oh. has like you know like the uh, like a psychic. That was the word I was looking for was psychic. That like like the you know the shill psychic would have would have like a monkey's paw that you wish upon. Like it has yeah. this, and so it's gro- it's utterly grotesque. And I had it today. I had the rip and chicken, and and so describe. I want you to describe the experience, starting with how exactly what you said when you ordered it. Okay, so, well, first things first, I just want you to remember the monkey's paw image of that gnarled, just yeah. creature hand. So I went into the Popeyes because I, I walked by with the idea of like, I want to talk about this, but maybe I should, maybe I should try it. Maybe I should try it. And it was $6, so I went in and got it. And I'm very glad that I got it when I did because Popeyes, it seemed, was obeying uh, proper safety protocols. They had the glass up. Uh, you know, masks were required. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. They were, they seemed to be obeying proper protocols as you went in to get a hu- fried human hand in a white box. <laughs> yes, it's, it's with a biscuit. Biscuit was still the best part. But I went in, and so on my way out, though, uh, I realized that no, 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 I just lucked out that the patrons were, were happening to obey COVID protocols while I was in there because like 10 people came in, none with masks and all loudly yep. conversing on my way out. I was like, oh no, oh no. Um, I think I think school had just gotten out around this time. So uh, it was mm. just like kids piling in. I was like, Fucking youths go. not wearing masks. They're in my so neighborhood too, man. I grabbed my fried hand and I, and I left. But no, it was, uh, it was fine. It's- what, Wait, I'm not done with my question though. What dipping sauce did you get? It didn't come with a dipping sauce. Are you fucking kidding me? I want you to go back to Popeyes right now. I just on this bring everything, bring your whole setup with you. Go into that Popeyes and ask for your dipping sauce live on the podcast right now. I mean, the only part of the setup that's left is the box, so I can't prove anything. Because let me tell you, I ate every fucking piece of this meal. But I with no sauce. No, but I, I got ranch, so we're good. Ranch is we're never gonna not have. But you used your own ranch. No, actually, I had ranch left over from a takeout order <laughs> recently that was really okay. good ranch. So I actually enhanced the experience. Now, on the hand, uh, they have a, a good uh, crisp like they always do. It's a little bit spicy because they do it, you know, Louisiana style. 
and um popeyes makes delicious chicken you know there's no there's no denying yeah. that and nah. so for being a crunchy salty mm. sweet, uh, treat that i'm gonna regret tomorrow when i try and work out it was it satisfied exactly in every way that any Popeye's satisfied and that it's just horrifyingly salty food that's delicious in the moment so i give it that but logistically it's an absolute failure because one the way that that hand looks is not like a hand it's not like when you and i used to fill the rubber gloves at chilies with water and then put them in the freezer and make ice hands <laughs> uh, no it's because it's a fried item made of actual flesh it does curl and become the monkey's paw in the psychic's office do they work in offices I don't know what it's called. Den. No, they're working the from home thing. now. Everybody, everybody's working from home. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. They should and have no, seen and that no coming. disrespect. It's just an image thing. <laughs> it's really all. I just picture yeah. the monkey's paw in a Tales from the Crypt setting. And so because um, this is chicken, it does get gnarled like that. So it, it actually fails at the function of being like rippable fingers. It's called ripping chicken. You're supposed to rip it and then eat it. Which, on paper, is already a failure. Because if you're ripped... Like, Chicken fingers are a one-handed meal if they if you so choose to eat them one-handed. Ripping chicken takes two hands no matter what, and that shit is greasy, and I'm at work. So I got to say, thumbs down to the ripping chicken in both concept and execution. But uh, the flavor was delicious. Did you get regular or Cajun fries? I did not get fries. I switched out. You get two sides and a biscuit. So I got the mac coleslaw and, and the mac oh. and cheese. I was very curious. I've never had a, now that I've gotten a taste for coleslaw, I'm old. Uh, I wanted to try I do, Popeye's I love coleslaw. coleslaw because I've never, I've never had their coleslaw because I've never really eaten a lot of Popeye's and uh, the coleslaw was really good. <laughs> that was the I've, best part. I've actually. found, I've brought this <laughs> up before. The best. I've found that coleslaw is not only an acceptable, but an improved condiment replacement for mayonnaise on sandwiches. Yeah, man. I'm into that. I'm totally into because that. Because yeah. it's not as thick as mayonnaise. Um, depending on what, like how you make it, it could be, you know, even healthier. And it's already got veg in it too. Yeah. And it's got that good crunch. Mayo doesn't have a yeah. crunch. In fact, if mayo has a crunch, you have to throw that mayo out and get, I would, I would actually not even swallow the mayo. Yeah. If mayo has a point. crunch, give up on um, that bail, pull the chute and just get out of that fucking crunchy mayo plane. So when I, when I, I had Popeye's, I don't know why I didn't tell you this or bring this up before, but I've had Popeye's for the very first time recently, like in the past okay. two months. Um, What'd you I, think? Took, <clears throat> I took BB to a, the vet and because you're not allowed <laughs> I inside. I really thought you were going to say a concert and I was so pissed when you said the vet. Um, you're like, I you're not took allowed... BB to the man center because the Philadelphia orchestra was playing along with we ex saw Ingrid Michaelson with the Philadelphia orchestra. Ingrid <laughs> yeah, Michaelson. Fuck yeah. <laughs> BB would love that, dude. But okay, so um, you took her to the vet. Took her to the vet. You're not allowed to go inside with them because of COVID. And so I was just kind of sitting in my car, and I knew it was going to be kind of a lengthy one because she had to get like tests. A test done or something she's fine it's just normal yeah. shit but okay. um that's good they were like yeah probably be like half an hour 45 minutes and i was like well i don't want to like go all the way home so there's a popeyes down the street i'm hungry i never had them before and i hear that chicken sandwich is all the rage so i go and i get the popeyes chicken sandwich and go back to the parking lot to eat it in silence uh, in the bed parking lot and um i i got the spicy chicken sandwich <laughs> Cajun fries and Dr. Pepper, you know, 
Sounds like a great. That meal. sounds really good. Yeah. It's the fucking worst thing I ever had in my entire life. I couldn't yeah. even finish it. I get it. I totally the get fries, it. It's the fries were fucking inedible, man. Like there was so much salt on the fries that my I turned into a monkey paw because I got dried out and shriveled up. And <laughs> you just uh, like I can feel it happening. Actually, you know what? I have not had enough water today, and I have had a ripping chicken. So. And the sandwich was fucking also like I didn't even eat half of it. It was fucking soggy, disgusting, and it wasn't spicy. Yeah. It was just the worst. Uh, you know, I get, like Popeyes. The chicken hand was pretty spicy. I was actually pretty pleased with that. The flavor profile was pretty good on it. It's just that it was a chicken hand, which kind of cancels things out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan. Anytime, anytime I like even think about Popeyes, I'm just like, I don't understand why people like that place. Yeah, I get that. It is disgusting. I totally admit it. I'd rather have, have KFC. I'd rather have KFC. Yeah, I would rather have KFC. And I don't believe that Popeyes has mashed potatoes. And like KFC at one point was like, their their mashed potatoes are not great anymore. But uh, they used to have great mashed potatoes. I remember really liking the mac and cheese from KFC. Yeah, they have good mac and cheese. I've got some yeah. Pizza Hut news. But I will say, Pop- I just want to say Popeye's delivered exactly the way I thought it was. Because I do agree that it's disgusting. I just really do enjoy disgusting food sometimes. And I rarely oh, yeah. did it. I've been dieting quite well. And so I was like, I'm, and I said, for the show, I will eat the chicken hand. Which, honestly, chicken fist, the way that it ends up. But uh, chicken monkey's paw. I, I had another disappointing uh, quick service restaurant experience recently too because i've also been dieting and working out and my cheat meals have become something of a uh religious experience where i want it gets like, so much better best i want the best i could possibly have and it's and also like in, eating, also dude. i also the worst i could possibly have if that's where yeah. i want to go and that's where i decided to go this past week and i was like you know what i really fucking am craving right now a fucking mcdouble and a McChicken, but I get it with American cheese and Mac sauce. Ooh. Wait, yeah. on the McChick? On the McChicken. Yo. Yo. Have you ever made a McMonster? Wait, hang on. Let me finish. So, like, okay, so. I, now, <laughs> as far as, like, fast food endeavors go, I feel like this – oh, and also a medium Dr. Pepper, as always. You got to have the yeah. medium Dr. Oh, yeah. Pepper with every fast food meal. You really um, like Dr. Pepper? I love do- – dude, I go to the doctor at least once a month. See, I, I go up and down on whether I like Dr. Pepper because, like, creamy <laughs> sodas are like a treat soda for me, and that kind yeah. of borders on creamy. But um, I, I honestly don't drink a lot of soda anymore. I've become, me neither. I got seltzer because I'm fucking 36. Oh. Dude, I love seltzer. And I, I, like I said, I'll have a soda, like, once a month just because it's like a dessert. Yeah, yeah, we are yeah, yeah exactly. It's so, so anyway, I got, I got, and the, for as, as far as, Tantric like, soda. like I said, for as far as an, a fast food order goes, compared to, A, what I've done in the past, and B, you know, normal people eating fast food, two sandwiches really isn't that big of a deal. I didn't even get fries. I just got these two sandwiches. Yeah. And I brought them back home. Easily <sighs> like the most that. disappointing fucking meal I've ever had in my life. Did they fuck it up? No, I just didn't enjoy it. And it tasted the exact same, but I was like, I realized what a mistake I had made. I should have gotten like a cheesesteak or like last the week prior I had pad thai. That was an amazing experience. Pad Thai is incredible. Yep. Yeah. And um, oh, sorry I was to really thinking about this fucking cheesesteak. A, a Primo's hoagie would have been great. Ooh, Primo's still holds up. But the entire yeah, time I did I'm, have I'm eating these shitty fucking... Similarly. Yeah. yeah. The entire it's time I'm eating printed. it, 
I feel like a, this was a mistake and B I'm not enjoying this. Why? What's the point? And and then you feel like shit for like an hour afterwards too. Dude, try six hours, man. I played poker with my buddies that night and they were like, what's wrong? I was like, I just feel like shit because I had McDonald's. And they were like, (laughs) well, they're like, you shouldn't beat yourself up over it, man. Like you're doing a good job of dieting and working. I was like, no, I I just physically feel like shit. I don't care that (laughs) I ate it. I just actually feel like shit. (laughs) It's deleting all the fruit from my body. Yeah. (laughs) Just actively hunting down vitamins and turning it into, into snot. It took all of the cardio I did the entire week and just flush it down the fucking toilet. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they're very right. rarely satisfying. Oh, wait, uh, I wanted wait, to what ask. Was your, what was your question about the the meal? Oh, no, I asked if you ever made a McMonster. We used to make McMonsters back in the day. Is that the fucking the Big Mac, but you replace the middle bun with a fillet of fish? No, the Mc. I mean, as we did the McMonster, is you got a McDouble and a McChick. And then you just made it, you split them up and made a Big Mac out of the McDouble uh, and the McChick with the ingredients that you have. Nice. Um, you know, marijuana. But I'm uh, hungry. Yeah, right? Uh, but I don't uh, but want you know, McDonald's the, or I'm Popeyes. I'm actually not hungry. I'm going to eat cereal with a banana cut up in it after we're done here. That's going to be dinner because I had a fucking deep fried chicken hand. And last <laughs> I checked, chickens do not have hands. I'm going to have a smoothie. Um, I have Pizza Hut news. Oh, let's hear it. Pizza Hut. We've said it before, guys. We will say it again. Nobody <laughs> out Pizza's the Hut. Did and someone now... actually try to out Pizza the Hut no, again? No, 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 no. Because no, no, they just no. threw pizza in the trash the other the other day and <clears throat> out pizza at everything. No, Pizza Hut what has happen? Pizza Hut is now on the offensive with ingenuity oh, and innovation. <laughs> they they're they making are... sure nobody even steps to the hut. Let they alone are doing something. They're doing something now that they're testing where now they can expand coverage almost infinitely and deliver wherever you are by, by going to the skies. Wait, drone pizza? Pizza Hut will be delivering. Te- they're testing this in Israel, by the way. <laughs> the, uh, best well, place, the best place to test pizza drones. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's a populace that you don't want running towards drones. Yeah. Um, anyway, you, like you don't that, want that all that aside. Yeah. Um, what this is actually kind of a smart idea. What ha- what they're doing is they're going to have if you're outside of the Pizza Hut delivery zone, um, no longer because these drones are going to deliver <laughs> from the pizza from the Pizza Hut uh, hub to drop sites in other locations so like it'll go from the hub to one specific drop site and then the delivery person will pick it up from there and deliver it to you how are they going to keep these pizzas warm fucking technology man so they have to have a box technology that has perfect insulation so that it can fly to the skies where temperatures are lower and winds are higher but mm-hmm. also be light enough to be carried by a drone they can carry five point. I almost said fifty-five <laughs> pounds of cargo. That's a lot of pizza. They they can carry five point five pounds of cargo, which is approximately the weight of two pizzas and a bottle of soda. Oh. Um, President I mean, I, Udi Shamai told the Wall Street Journal that he hopes that if the next four months of trials runs are successful, the government will increase the weight allowance to twenty-two pounds, which will allow customers to go absolutely crazy with toppings. <laughs> Wait, did he say that about the toppings? That he says he wants that was him. No, he says oh, man. he hopes These that if the next four months go well, technology. 
they can increase the weight allowance 22 pounds, which will allow customers to quote, go absolutely crazy with the toppings and maybe grab a quiche or two to serve on the side. Oh, 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 oh he's thinking big. Yeah. Pizza Hut has quiche. Does anyone out quiche? The that is actually fuck the drones. Cause that's the most interesting part of this. This whole article to me is that they have quiche in uh, Israel at pizza huts in Israel, man. That's, I just, I haven't had Pizza Hut in a while. Have they gone the way of Domino's where it's like the frozen pizza run through oh, the convection definitely. oven? Yeah, that's what sure. they do. I thought that's what it always was. Like well, Pizza Hut, I mean, Domino's, the Papa John's. The pan. Yeah. That used to be Pizza Hut's thing. Oh, the yeah, pan yeah. that could that could give you but that's when they had seventh degree burns. That's when, yeah, they had that's when was the last time you saw a dine-in Papa John's or Domino's? You just go in there, grab your shitty pizza, go home and eat it while you cry. That's their yeah. business model. Yeah, Pizza Hut used to be where people used to go if you got a if you got a, above a B on a math test, and you got to go to Pizza Hut and have your deep dish pizza. Yeah, above a B. Yeah. You had higher standards. We went just because Dad was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he loved pizza. I was a bad student. I was a bad student, so my parents <laughs> had to incentivize me to do well in school. I mean, Pizza Hut incentivized. The, do you remember Book It? Oh yeah, that was fantastic. They incentivized. I never did it, but reading. I remember it. Oh man, I did it. I got my stick. I mean, I'm a, I like to read, but that was, yeah. I don't know how to read. Man, dude, I'm almost three books deep this year. I'm trying to read 50. You know, I want to ask you this though, before we leave food. Uh, well, no, first off, it's smart to test it in Israel because they couldn't test pizza drones in fucking America because the first wave of pizza drones would get shot down by idiots. Yeah. And I also, I went, like, in America, we would just shoot it down. I'd be like, this fucking drone dude just got fucking pizza we just it would be a bad idea to unleash it over crazy america right now um but at the same time i don't know if i like the idea of pizza drones because if they nail it it opens up the idea to like the amazon drones and all <clears throat> i went for a walk the other night with jenna and we were walking around outside and one of the weird things about quarantine is that it's like gen generally peaceful at night you hear cars and things like that but it's just like generally pretty quiet but we were walking and somebody, somebody nearby was flying a drone. And so you notice it at first, you go, oh, cool, look at that, a drone, ha ha. But as and long as- And then it opens fire on you and you have to start running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah! You're, run to the safety of, of Southwest Philly. Um, the, uh, but it, it's the most irritating noise. We, and like, we'll be hanging out on our porch, at least like last summer, and there's drone hobbyists around. And when they're playing, you can hear me in the skies at all times. And I'm that thinking, is a spot if on we get drone impression. <laughs> you like that? that is like, like, <laughs> do it again. We amazing, like, fantastic. <laughs> it's because I'm kind of losing my voice. It's uncanny, was... dude. <laughs> it's, I thought I there was a drone. drone right at do it, do one more time. Because <laughs> it's coming out of my nose is the thing. It's my throat's making it, but I'm uh. projecting it through my nose. <laughs> but uh <laughs> that, that one that one was a pretty aggressive drone. <laughs> <last week. laughs> Yo, they make TIE fighter noises. <laughs> <laughs> they have the weirdest stuff. <laughs> Dude, that was a good TIE fighter, man. <laughs> oh, I've been doing TIE fighter uh, noises about oh, life. No, um no but <laughs> Can you imagine a world where there's so many drones in the sky at all times? That's yeah. like, that's going to be <laughs> yeah. really irritating. 
And I think that living in a world where if I look up at the sky and there's just like generally drone zipping around, like, yeah, that does sort of fit into the future tech I imagined as a kid. But now that I can imagine it in this way and not in the way of, say, Back to the Future Part 2, I don't know if I want drones zipping around everywhere. See, this goes, this, my mentality on drones goes back to what I told you my New Year's goal would be is to be more of an asshole and be the change that I want to see. Not, uh, wait, <laughs> what, what did I say? Be the change yeah, be, that you want to eradicate <laughs> in this world through force. Be the through cause of the change force. that I want to see in the world. <laughs> be the spark. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in that vein, I will be the spark for the change. In that vein, my mentality towards drone is the same where um, if I see a drone, my immediate reaction is I want to shoot that out of the sky. And to the point where I almost bought a BB gun, but they don't ship to Pennsylvania. Uh, it's legal. Mm. Thanks a lot, Puritans. And, um, but, if, but if I have a drone that I'm flying, I don't want anybody to shoot it out of the sky or even think about doing it. Yeah, it's your drone. Because it's my drone. Now I, I'm doing it, so now it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel Happy like 2021. It, introduces, it introduces more of a surveillance state because if there's like an omnipresent drone presence, yeah, I'm not going to pay attention to what's what. So now there's shit spying. You don't even know. There's the buzzy noise. The whole thing. I don't know, man. Like, but at the same time, I would like to applaud Pizza Hut because the idea isn't drone to doorstep. It's drone to expand a network of drivers. So we are still yeah. employing people. Because if we're going to drone out pizza delivery drivers, we got to start talking universal basic income. Because it's just a way in Israel for them to get fr- like through more desert. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. that's probably it. But imagine if rural America... 22 pounds of toppings hut. coming right at you. 22 fucking pounds of toppings you can <laughs> show in your face. And quiche, if you want if you want to go and with quiche. the quiche. <laughs> yeah, well, to get the quiche, though, they actually have to drone it from Israel to America because they don't do the quiche in the American markets. Oh, yeah. So they actually have to drone it over. There's a system of drones and slow-moving freighter ships. But uh, it'll get there. 30 minutes or less somehow. I want to ask before we leave the cupboard. You said that you think that coleslaw could be a good replacement for mayo in some cases Mm -hmm. are you someone who does mayo on their cheesesteak um i've been known to do it i do it i am a fan would are you as interested as i in the prospect i'm leading towards here no because i think that's probably a pretty tasty i don't know why you get the right to me me it sounds like heresy it sounds like heresy, but that's also part of the appeal. Because you know what, buddy? I am all about going against the grain of things. That's right, because as of today, where'd you go, motherfucker? Oh, no, I lost it. As of today. I'll say you lost it. There it is. I am an official member of the Satanic Temple. Look at that certificate. That's a good certificate. I forgot where I put it. I was looking for it. I, I had it ready for this big reveal, and then I blew it. But it doesn't matter. So Probably because you posted on Instagram three minutes before we started recording. Yeah, because I was so excited. It came in the mail. But check this out. It also came with some stickers. Well, that's that why I'm not surprised right now, because I already saw it. That's okay. You know, it's I'm for the listeners, not you. Guy. And I got my sweet membership card. Look at that. That is Hell a pretty Satan. sweet laminated piece of plastic. No, it's like it's like made out of like credit card material. You know, it's but laminated whatever. Plastic. Thanks, government. So I'm going to put that in a frame. 
Um, I wish I still had my reverend certificate for the Universal Life Church because I want to keep collecting meaningless titles. <laughs> it's really fun. This is so much fun. What a silly thing to have done. And here I am, a certified member of the Satanic Temple Church. I'm proud of you. Why? Because why not? Honestly, the answer is because I was pretty drunk and it made me laugh so hard. And I laughed all the way through the ordering process. And then when it was done, I realized what I did and I laughed more. Oh, I'm going to laugh tonight. It's fantastic. <laughs> Quarantine's well, do that, me well. Do that on your own time. We've got a podcast to do. Laugh later, but joke now. I'll laugh later. It's your turn to laugh now, listeners. So what do you want to do? What kind of time are we looking at? Well, that's we, been hot we... property. So um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, it's got to be good and it's got to be live. See you next week. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can't what? be a diet episode. Yeah, dude. It's, it's intermittent fasting. <laughs> we're making the episodes. <laughs> we're making the episodes half an hour shorter every week. <laughs> so next week there is no episode. And we do we do it for for their health. Yeah have you uh are you are you doing fasting yeah i mean when i can i get cranky around like 1 30 and then i yeah. usually cave well you gotta fuck with your hours yeah you don't have to like commit to four like any fast is good i fuck it up sometimes but i've been committing to four hours with a cheat day but uh i had two cheat days this weekend because on saturday i was gonna be good but then i found a nearby brewery that had uh, <laughs> pretty good beers and i bought four of them and i was like i gotta drink these tonight so I, I, fast that night. I'm also in that um, that three weeks into being on the wagon where it's like I'm really I'm really thirsty. I could really. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't drink. even bring it up then. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that actually doesn't trigger or affect me. But just like there's a six pack of Mary Monkey in my fridge that I'm using as both a um, uh, it's both a deterrent as a like kind of goal. Yeah, but it's also a huge temptation. Yeah, because well, the the longer it sits there, the more I'm like, I could just have one, and then I immediately shut my thought process down. I'm like, no, because if you have one, you're gonna drink that entire six pack. Yeah, it, it's and gone then dry months, January yeah. is over, and you've come so far. <clears throat> you've got ten days left, dude. You can totally do it. Think about I'm it. I'm gonna do it. There's not. That's not a question. This is like the experience I have getting to the finish line is gonna be fucking really oh, annoying. It's gonna be really annoying. But I'm saying don't don't give in, because no, like there's gonna be 150 reasons to give in, and I I think that you can you can do it. No, there's there's no way because I'm one of those people that like if you are this far into something, not finishing is gonna be more of a disappointment than if you just gave yeah. up on day one. Yeah. Like, I would have rather just been like, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to do this. Instead of getting fucking almost 20 <laughs> days in and being like, this is a good time to cut it short, I think. Like, no, fuck yeah. that. I'm in it for the long haul. It's a it's a new era starting. Wait, yeah. is it is it tomorrow? When does the president Yeah, switch? tomorrow. Um, today is Donald Trump's last day in office. By the time you, oh, listener, okay. hear this, um, he's probably already back in Melorago. Mel, Mel Why can't I say that? Marilago. Mer Mar-a-Lago. Um, Mar-a-Lago. He's already there, and uh, he's already pardoned himself, probably, secretly. He doesn't have to fucking dictate or disclose who he pardons. He can secretly pardon himself and then fuck off to the golf course and say, this is where I'll be living the rest of my life. Fine by me. Let him do what he's got to do. Uh, as long as he's uh, not in the fucking news anymore. I don't want to talk to yeah. this. I don't want to talk about this dude anymore after tomorrow. Anymore. 
He's going to do, I, I have a prediction though. I think he's going to make a news show. And I think on his news show, it, he's going to set up like an Oval Office and give like news oh, dispatches God. from your actual president. No, and it'll be, it'll be a like circular office. Watch him. Yeah, yeah. We made it's it. Like, this one's a circle. Office. It's more efficient. The Oval, too flat, not round. I actually want to stop talking about him right now and change the subject. I had bought some peanut butter <laughs> from the grocery store. And Back in the cupboard. Uh, yeah, just just pop in my head real quick to see what we left in there. If there's any if there's any crumbs we can get out of the cupboard. Um, I bought some peanut butter from the grocery store uh, two weeks ago. When I got home, I realized I had made the grave mistake of at, like not looking and getting chunky peanut butter. Ooh, you know like now, chunky? Hang on, I'm getting to that. Now I'm I've been a smooth peanut butter guy all my life. And not because I don't like chunky, it's just because that's what I'm used to. You know, like if I if I need like a nice if I get a because like I said I told you before I have a sweet tooth. Yeah. And one of the ways I've been curbing that is just going in and getting a spoonful of peanut butter and just kind of like slowly and sensually in a very sexual way, licking it off the spoon. Oh yeah, you love it. Little by little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when I I got too. Now that works great with smooth because it's very smooth. It literally, you know, doesn't do anything. But with chunky, I mean, I'm not going to go return peanut butter. So I was like, I'm gonna let's let's grab a spoonful of chunky and dive right in. With chunky, it's a little bit interesting because it the texture is a surprise every time. Yeah, you don't know if you're going to get two or three pieces of peanut in your mouth. Maybe four. Maybe five. Maybe yeah. six. Maybe seven. Maybe eight. Maybe nine. Are you going to stop one. me? No, Maybe no. One. I, thought you, were, I um, thought you were building to a punchline. So no, that was it. Just me counting was the punchline. Um, but I, so yeah. I, I got to say, I, we I think I might to be. the end of the podcast. <laughs> Just All right, guys. Maybe 375. Maybe, and yeah, that's been Hot Property. It's got to be good. It's got to be live. See you next week. And then the next the next week opens up and you're like, maybe it's ten thousand four hundred and sixty-three. <laughs> maybe it's like, he's still going, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but I gotta say, crunchy peanut butter, uh, never really gave it its day in court. And I gotta say, it is found not guilty of being delicious. Well, it's found guilty of being delicious, actually. Okay, I'm fair. I was gonna stop yeah. applauding. Yeah, I fucked that one up real bad. I grew up um, on smooth peanut butter, but I became chunky. <laughs> I became chunky as I got older. I got, I got, <laughs> I moved to chunky when I got older, and um, that's that's that. I, I will I like say chunky this now. I think on I do a like sand, smooth, if I'm though, doing too. if I'm doing a PB and J, I'm probably still going to go smooth because the added the added texture in that context, I don't think I'll be into. Yeah, that's that is different, and sometimes I do prefer smooth in a sandwich. But um, yeah, I, it's not a neither's a deal breaker for me. But I generally go chunky. Oh, you know what else I did too? If I have it, if I have any kind of jam or jelly or preserve, um, I'll take a little bit of peanut butter, put it into a ramekin, and then put some jelly into the ramekin. So it's like a a carbless PB and J. Yeah, oh, or yeah. low carb PB and J anyway, because peanut butter is kind of still hefty with the carbs. 
peanut butter and jelly is one of my favorite like pre-workout i want to eat something but i don't want to stuff my face kind of thing. yes yeah it's like like kind of perfect for that but that's where chunky really comes in because i eat it and as i crunch into the nuts i'm like these nuts are going to become muscles and then i'm finally going to be able to take down my bullies and so it makes it so much better i'll finally defeat the green goblin yeah (laughs) um I'll use peanut butter as like a get me through to like because remember I said I get, I get cranky at like one thirty. I'm picturing Green Goblin just like Spider Man rocks him and he's like, "Aha! I see you've been eating your chunky peanut butter, Spider Man." <laughs> and Peter's like, "Fuck! He found out my secret." He's like, and, yeah. then, and then um and then uh fucking uh, Willem Dafoe uh, takes off his mask and says, well, I've been eating almond butter. And then he like punches <laughs> Spider-Man back. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's the the best thing about the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans is sometimes they would just like, the bickering was great. We're yeah. just like, why don't you let the adults talk it out for a while when he like zaps uh, with his web, uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Or when he'll just be like, hello, Spider-Man, the itsy-bitsy spider. When, like, I don't know if he does specifically <laughs> that, but they do that. It's like, you are grown men. You are grown yeah. men. <laughs> this is what is happening. There was, when I was playing the Peter Parker Spider-Man game and the Miles Morales Spider-Man game too, like there, there are moments where they like do those little quips, like the classic Spider-Man one-liners. Mm-hmm. And... um there are some point where I'm like, that was so stupid. But then when I think about it, I'm like, but that's what Spider-Man does. He just says yeah. stupid shit as he kicks people's asses. Oh, I should clarify. This is also my favorite thing about Spider-Man because these are grown men yelling. About Although Spider-Man as designed was less of a grown man. It's just Tobey Maguire played him when he was 40. Yeah. So and now, but, we've, yeah. now we're playing him again at what, 65. Controversial decision. I know a lot of people that are not into the idea of the, of the Spider-Verse happening. But me, I'm, I'm just I'm like, yeah, it. man, go crazy. I just fucking, I'll, if I don't Charlie like it, I'll Cox, the other one. Charlie Cox just filmed some Daredevil scenes for it, which I'm into. I'm into that, which means I have to finish Daredevil. I fell behind do. on all the Marvel shows, and I just am <laughs> done. Daredevil. Anyway. I ran out of time. I have a life. Um, you had something else for the podcast that you wanted to talk about, a life event. No, that was, that was my Church of Satan. Oh, the Church of Satan? Or not Church oh, of Satan. Satan. Well, Temple. I guess. Fuck the Church of Satan. I guess that's been hot property, guys. It's got to be good. It's got to be live. See you next wait, week. Wait, wait, Are we going to do our new segment? Are we going to try? Yeah. All right, let's do it. I'm scared. I'm Why nervous, man. It's going to be fun. Because I, I know I'm going to fuck it. I'm, I'm going to crash and burn. I'm gonna no, we're both going to crash and burn. That's I'm the following funny. you up the tarmac. I'm going up the stairs. I'm waving to the crowd. Goodbye. I'm getting in the plane. Oh, wait. I have to fly the plane? Fuck. We're crashing and burning right now. Let's do it. What do you got? Well, I was going to say... It. I want you to introduce it and judge it up real nice. I want okay. you to do like a really good intro to this because you named the segment and I love the name. Let's do it. Go. Okay. So, um, well, there's two names. Maybe we should let the listeners decide. We'll no, put a we, poll no, up no, on no. We did, we, no, I, You wanted me to zhuzh it up? This is the no. zhuzh, baby. I'm trying to give it some zazz. So let me zazz or don't let me zazz. What are we doing? How do you we agreed on the name. It was the second name that you told me. Yeah, well, I what, the the... I, I agree that the second name is there, but I think that in terms of listener engagement, this is a great way to open it up. We're li- right. If you got to explain the judge, you lose the judge. Here's the deal. I talked All about right. this last week, ladies and gentlemen. I talked about the idea that 
when people do an impression, like everybody does a walking impression, you know, and it's just them doing Jay Moore's walking impression. That's it. He cracked it. He found the thing and the thing that, uh, that walking is, is what we all do in our impressions. Uh, Steve, would you agree with that? Yes. So, and I don't know happens, why I said that so aggressively, but yes. Th- and this happens all the time. Now, now I fail to think of another example because I'm on the spot. I, you know, it happens. Michael uh, Caine. Like, Michael Caine. I, I didn't want to throw you under the bus there, um, but I, I like I'm already, I said, I'm I, already I in the think, plane crashing. I think you have. Think of this as like Furious Six, when we're careening down the giant runway. It's going somewhere, mm. and um, that it's that airplane. Just don't, just don't be Gal Gadot because she got, got. Um, she just she got disappeared Gadot. into into. She got Gadot. <laughs> got Gadot. You got. She needs to say that in the next Wonder Woman, where she like gets someone and just goes, "You got Gadot," and it doesn't have to make sense because we all just go, "Man, that was fucking." Someone wrote that, and that's that was cheers. But anyway, so impressions like Schwarzenegger is another one. Everybody does the same Schwarzenegger. I don't know who who was like the dawn of it. But the thing about an impression, as I understand it, as a half good impressionist, is that in order to do, uh, you know, in order to do the voice, it's not necessarily recreating their voice. It's finding that thing. Like, what is that thing? And I've stumbled across it a few times. I've fallen into impressions, then fallen out of them and lost the ability to do them. It's such a weird thing to do an impression. I can see why you're nervous about it, Steve, because I'm nervous. I think this yeah. could totally crash and burn. But it's I also can like, do... that's why it has so much potential to be funny. I think if we earnestly attempt to try and do impressions of some celebrities, we could stumble across something fantastic. We could each put our half good impressionism and find that thing that a good impressionist would 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 grab upon that's what um, i propose and i think we should do it while we're being recorded i think and the, I have, the segment I can is called do... that don't impress me much yes that is, that is what it's called we're gonna have a vote between that or first and first impressions but first impressions just sounds like a like a whose line is it anyway game yeah with with Wayne this is not a game this is our livelihood. styles this is our livelihood here we got to sell all this toothpaste. We invested way too yeah. much into it. I've got People so much fucking toothpaste. It's right ridiculous. Now. I don't know what it is. Um, the the thing the thing the essence is what you're after, correct? Yes. And I think I so I have I can do a Robert De Niro face. Yes, that's a but great I can't do I can't face. do an impression. I know my face just falls into a Robert De Niro face. I don't know why it just does. So that brings up another thing. I can't do a De Niro, but I can do De Niro saying uh. Uh, what's the matter with you? What are you doing? You know, that kind of thing when you get into it. But that's all I can do. But that's not even really a De Niro. It's just the scene yeah, from Goodfellas. Long Island, When dude. he's yelling about the, the guy who got his wife for a coat after they did the job. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah. So I, I feel cheap about it. But see, we're halfway there. I know a thing, but you've got the look. Yeah. But I can't do a De Niro. But I, I came like, up with eh, a list. Okay. okay. I see you. All right. All right. Okay. All right. He does that a lot. All right. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay. 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 The face is what's bringing it home. Because, <laughs> like, when I started doing Mark Wahlberg, and the Mark Wahlberg impression is just one that I started doing, um, that one's mine. But it was the reason that I got it was because I started it by doing, <laughs> by doing a face swap with Mark Wahlberg, which yeah. did the work for me. And but every year when that comes up on my timeline, every year when that comes up on my timeline, it's the best day of my life. It's like a national. You get a holiday second Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible, and so that's a thing where it's like okay so i got halfway there with my mark Wahlberg, 
the face did the rest, but now I can do a decent Mark Wahlberg. That's um, it. That's the story. I think it's a, I think it's more than a decent Mark Wahlberg. I think it's a great one. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's a it's a it's an absolute spot on Shark Wahlberg, which is a character that you created. Um, <laughs> Shark Wahlberg's incredible. All right, so he's let's just he's dive. Let's just peak. fucking uh, dive in, man, to the deep end. What do you got? Well, like I, I said, let's start easy because this. I is didn't write down any names, by the way. So this is all, you're carrying this on your back right now. That's right. I actually have a friend who's an impressionist that we're going to pull in in the future, um, but I'm going to invoke him in a little bit. But one of my favorite ones. Abdul Stallone, yeah, Stallone is just, he's down here, he has a good couch, you got this, and Cuffin Link is, you know, that's pretty good, Stallone, that's very, pretty fucking good, <laughs> I watch a lot of Rocky, Stallone yeah. is my favorite celebrity, <laughs> it's, he, because he's fucking out of his mind, and he, and he gets it, he gets at it, yeah. um, I think that's what it is. I, I will literally be like running and be like, man, I, I just want to stop running. And I'm like, Stallone wouldn't give up. I'm like, yeah, that veiny hot dog looking motherfucker would not give up for a second. He'd do 10 more miles. And then I, you know, give it another 500 feet. You also, good. in our text messages this week, were gushing for um, a longer time than I cared to talk about it. You were gushing about the Rambo films and I just stopped oh, caring was... in the middle of our conversation. I was, I was drunk. I was like, what the fuck is this guy? He's like, you wouldn't stop talking about fucking Rambo for like two hours. I was, I was like, dude, were we, I, was, I was like, were we talking about Rambo at some point that I forgot that you're referencing? No, you just randomly popped up on my, on my, you on opened my Pandora's feed. box. I didn't open it. I didn't open shit. You I texted did, I, me I, I randomly. I was, I was drunk. And so I was just reaching out to chat with people because like Jenna was asleep. I was drunk. It was just one of those things where I needed someone to reach out to. I'm sorry <laughs> that you couldn't be there for me. No, and no, I need no. to talk about Rambo. <laughs> I no, thought it was I hilarious, it. but the funniest thing was like you were like this until this very moment. To the you the way you opened up the conversation was like, "See, dude, I told you, man, Rambo's fucking nuts." And I was like, "When were we talking about Rambo in like the recent future where this text is still like contextual?" Wait, no, because I, I I feel like there was a misunderstanding because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and like dig it up. It was actually on our it was on Instagram chat. Oh, okay, it was the Instagram. Because you sent, okay. I think, I think what happened was you stumbled upon a Rambo clip, sent it to me, and you were like, "Yo, dude, see, Rambo's fucking nuts." And I was like, "I don't understand oh, no. why you would bring this up right because now." You like, you know that I love <laughs> Rambo, not Rambo. I actually don't love Rambo. It was just like I, I figured that chances are I gushed about the most recent Rambo movie being insane to you at some point, and then I found a, a video of. Stallone on the set of Rambo eating a, a prosthetic heart and uh, sent that to you saying, see, Soldier Rambo 5 was nuts. That was it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all. all right. Who, who I was else? Also definitely drunk. Who else no, you got on your list? Thing, so I want you to, since I'm there with the Stallone, you do a Stallone. No, I'm not doing a Stallone. Dude, you, we got we to gotta pursue this in, in earnest if we're going to do this bit. Well, okay. If you want to break down what so, yes, the essence is, of down Stallone here, is, he's this part down of your chest. He's just like kind of stupid. You know, he talks and he's kind of dumb. He used to break legs for the mob. And he, he asks every like everything that you say. He's just kind of asking it. You know, like that's the, <laughs> that's 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 the thing that I've stumbled across. But it's right. also a little bit like an existing Stallone. But since Stallone has such a unique voice, I think we can noise our way there, like sound it out. See, I would just assume like you got marbles in your mouth. You just like you said, ask you to do the question, uh, point, yeah. point at things, and just now a computer monitor right there. I'm going crazy. Yeah, take it, take it down. Well, see, I, I tried to put it down in your chest. Yeah, you just gotta uh, come out you of your chest. It. 
I don't know if, if I'm getting it. Because now I'm like talking like uh, this doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. This doesn't sound very good to me in my head. Hey, dude, you got you to gotta put the lip out because he talks out of the side okay. of his mouth. You do it like that. You get the lip. Well, now it's it it hard for me not to laugh when I'm trying when I'm doing this with my lip. It's hard for me not to fucking like bust out. I just fucking like fucking punch it. I can't do this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, no, dude, that was that was not bad. That um, was not I, and in the middle of it, I started. I almost went into my Tracy Jordan impression. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another fascinating thing, though, about impressions is that if you have a good one, all impressions end up working their way back to that. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. I, I will say that your Stallone got better as you got more and more red with embarrassment on the screen here, because he is a bright red man, and By you start to wait. get very red. By Tracy Jordan, I of course meant Tracy Morgan, and it's and I blame Thirty Rock for me never remembering which one is correct because they're the, oh. they're the same person. That's he plays name. himself with a different name. <laughs> I just different figured you're referencing Tracy Jordan, but and I, I yeah. had not seen a lot of Thirty Rock, so I did not understand it to be just exactly he literally, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> if you were to see Tracy Morgan play Tracy Jordan in Thirty Rock and then do a press interview promoting 30 rock you would assume that the story is about how tracy morgan is a comedian on snl like that, yeah, that yeah. Is, he, they, the the line is so blurred between yeah, his yeah. real life persona and his character that i constantly like i said forget what his last name actually is because I mean, <laughs> he, whatever he is i he's one of those people and there's few people like them like tracy morgan is funny in a way that literally no one is yeah. Like, they, like there's just, and I love that any interview you ever see with any celebrity who works with them is just like that dude is oh a, a ride dude he's crazy yeah but I love him. my I favorite quote Tracy Morgan so bad and just look at him and just like throw topics out and be like Tracy Morgan uh, uh, bumper stickers go I'm like I'll tell you about bumper stickers I'm like, oh, let yes, me tell you about go. bumper stickers they're crazy they're on the back of my car they read different things they got to coexist one you, you that sounded more like Stallone at the end Oh really? Right. Well, yeah. well he, he does Tracy does this thing where he like he'll really go deep on his last he'll go really deep on his last syllable. Like Yo, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's so true. That's very funny. Yeah, anything that Tracy Morgan's in, he does the thing, you know, uh what's uh Brian Fellows? Tell that monkey to stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Man, quote in so 30 funny. Rock is when he's leaning on a trash can, he's like Stop eating other people's French fries, pigeon. Don't you know you can fly? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go on to another one. Now, this one I can't really do. Uh, another basic one. We're warming up. Um, everybody can... This one, do your best. With Jack Nicholson. Um, okay. Well, um, that's going to be kind of hard because... Jack Nicholson's a guy that can really milk the stage for all it's worth. That's really good. I feel like I feel like with Jack, Jack Nick, I feel like you gotta wait. Are you out of your freaking mind? No, oh man, I'm losing it. That was pretty close, it. Dan. But you gotta really emphasize any vowel that comes into your mouth. You gotta emphasize it. Whoa, dude, that's so good. <laughs> that no, that's the thing. That's the thing. Okay. So, yeah, so Jack Nicholson, you really got to milk those vowels as they come out of your mouth. And just remember, you're smiling all the time. You're never not smiling. When I do this voice, I feel like I... 
<laughs> I'm laughing. I feel like I'm going positively mad. And that's the feeling you should get. Have you seen WandaVision? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Um, Paul Bettany's oh. back to life. What the fuck, Kevin? What's going on in Disney? I got to watch that. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. But it was good yeah, but- in the beginning. That was good. No, because it's the thing. It's the thing with the long vowels that you're milking. And I think it's hard consonants to go with it. And I but think not you're, as hard as you're doing, doing a good thing. You're doing a good thing, too, where you're like, you're jerking your head every time. I, I literally watched The Shining twice yeah. last weekend because I got the I got the 4K and it is exquisite. And uh, so, yeah, he's valiant effort, by the way, trying to say, everybody, look at my awesome 4K TV through the lens of Instagram in the dark uh you get oh. a good good try but it didn't really it didn't really translate <laughs> yeah but the video i did of 2001 where i sang about the space that, baby that was funny that's incredible you guys gotta check out at philly window zoo <laughs> dan's got some good comedy stuff going on there um yeah i've given up on the taking selfies with animals in the windows because i just got bored with it so now it's just shit it's shit that i it's books that i'm reading and shit but uh all right okay. who's next so we got a jack nicholson it's a little bit jack up here nicholson. Actually, the easiest thing to say is Jack Nicholson is Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Jack Hi, my Nicholson. name is Jack. Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. I dated Angelica Houston for a long time. I fucking I love the Lakers. <laughs> you won't see me without my sunglasses. I'm never not at a Lakers game. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and my friend Spike Lee. Well, no, he's Nick's, right? Yeah. Yeah. When Kobe Bryant died. <laughs> go there. Go there. Finish it. Finish it. When Kobe Bryant died <laughs> right, in got, that uh, helicopter yeah. crash. When I Kobe Bryant. sport would be different. When Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crash, I said, God, why not me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you showed up all worried you are going to be a rookie. You're coming out of this approach. Dude, See, you got this. Dude, I'm I'm not kidding you. I guarantee uh, what what a diehard Laker fan Jack Nicholson was. I guarantee that thought came into his head. Oh, probably. That dude has moved around like, production schedules so he can go to the life. Lakers game. He's moved around his own movie production schedules so he can make sure he attends every home Lakers game. He was probably devastated. I mean, I know yeah. people that weren't even Lakers fans that were like really, really devastated. By I'm that. not even I, a basketball fan, and that shit fucked me up, man. I was, I was like fucking. I, I mean, it's a terrifyingly sad pondering story. mortality all day long. I and, like, like I didn't have a relationship legacy. with basketball, but yes, yeah, same. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. Also, I like, had, I had, but, I had love in basketball at one point, but I rented it yeah. for the blockbuster. Oh, I, I will say from a movie end of things, the Oscar that Kobe got for that uh, animation that he did, oh, the yeah. Love Basketball. Um, Dear Basketball. That Oscar was extremely well-deserved. Yeah. This one, the, now now we get into the, uh, the the heavier hitters. I wrote down two names, but I don't know if I have a, a good sense of, of either of them enough to do it. Uh, one of them is Orson Welles, but I'm only going to end up doing Brain from Pinky and the Brain. I don't even know who that is. Okay, so we, we can skip that. And then the other one's Matt. I'm just kidding. I know, who, I know who Orson Welles is. I just don't. I yeah. can't. Yeah, no. Pass. No, it's fine. We, we can just pass the whole thing. Uh, the other one is, is Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon yeah, has the you craziest said Matt Dillon. voice. And I want to be able to do his voice because it's so crazy. And I can't figure out what his thing is. Um, I can pull up a clip 
if if <clears throat> no, I'll, I'll that do that myself. I can do an Orson Welles. You can do an Orson Welles. Yeah. Hey everyone, it's me, Orson Welles. <laughs> this is how I normally talk, and nobody knows. Don't tell anyone. That's in doing your Orson Welles. You actually did a pretty damn good uh, Barney from The Simpsons. Oh yeah, I guess I, I did. You, Jojo. <laughs> um, wait, who? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. my that's my Ray Romano impression. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Got Ray Romano. Debra. Ray Romano. That's the Ray Romano. It's me, Ray. It's pretty Ray. much Kermit the Frog, but with a little rasp. My favorite thing to do in Ray Romano's voice is just say, Ray Romano. <laughs> so this this guy that I know who, uh, he does a really good Harrison Ford. And he's just a good impressionist overall. And he's a friend you to movie, movie. Bitch. And... <laughs> I said, what is like the hardest impression? What's like the, what's the impression that no one can do? And he said, well, the thing is, he said, the way that you get an impression down, and I think we can try this in intervening weeks, is you get a clip of them talking and then you slow it down. Because it's not about doing their voice, it's about picking up on that thing. He's like, and if you slow it down and just kind of investigate what they're doing and slowly work with it, you can get an impression down pretty well. And he said, the one person that everyone wants to crack that no one can do is Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. And I think he's right. Because the only thing anyone does is the Matt Damon from Team America. Which annoys me greatly, by the way. Matt Damon is a celebrated actor and uh, one of the best of our generation. And everybody boils him down to this just dumb fucking thing that came out in a movie that we'll never get a sequel to. Yeah, we really it would be Matt amazing. Damon deserves better, and it's the only thing that I can fault uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker for in their entire career is that they've ruined anytime you say Matt Damon <laughs> anywhere. Someone, someone, someone goes, five Matt miles Damon. away is someone like Matt Damon. Like it's not funny. It's not good comedy. Stop doing it, everyone. Here's the yeah. Say it was funny in the movie. It's if we do it, it's not funny. It just yeah. means you saw the movie, and then it's like, are we going to talk about that movie now? No. Okay. Then why is it even coming up? But I did actually, I read a, a, a Q&A, or sorry, an AMA on Reddit with Matt Damon where someone asked him about that. And he said, oh, those guys are brilliant. I don't know what they were getting at with the whole Matt Damon thing. He's like, but, you know, I, I just always thought it was funny. Like, he didn't care. And then someone through that thread linked to an interview where Trey Parker and Matt Stone were asked about what was the deal with the Matt Damon thing. They said, well, we got the doll back. Like, when we, you know, we designed the puppet and yeah. when we got it back from, like, the people who made it, it just looked like it had something wrong with it. It looked nothing like Matt Damon. So we said, okay, well, let's just make him an idiot. <laughs> like, That's the other thing. Just do that. I'm they glad they he, acknowledged he that. Up, so they were like, <laughs> because in the movie, pretty much every celebrity likeness looks somewhat, like, there's a feature or two you can point out. Yeah. Like, okay, that's Alec nothing Baldwin. like him. Matt Damon looks nothing like Matt Damon, the puppet. Yeah, nothing like him. And so yeah. here's the thing. Either their story is true and the puppet just looked like Matt Damon got walked in the head and so they just went with that, or they discovered something. Y you can't do an impression of Matt Damon. You can't, you can't make a doll out of him that looks like him. You can't do an impression. I don't know what it is. And so I wonder if maybe our ultimate goal is to crack Matt Damon. That's why he's such a good Jason Bourne because nobody could ever find him. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's very much just plain Jane. He just happens to be a really, really charismatic actor. So and there's a tremendous writer. 
Every time I think about Matt Damon, I think about this. Skills. It, it, that's true. Um, I think about this one interview he did where he's at like a teacher's union protest because his mom's a teacher and this journalist is being a fucking cocksucker and he's like um, asking Matt about like, you know, like standardized testing and shit like that. And like, how do, how do we hold teachers accountable if we don't have standardized testing? And he's like, and the journalist says something like every, you know, 10% of every profession should probably reevaluate if they're good at it or not. And then Matt Damon's like, well, you could be a shitty journalist. Why don't we reevaluate you? Like he, he has this like very way of talking when he gets angry. He was like, oh yeah. Well, how about this motherfucker? Like, yeah. I can't like, I'm not getting well, the, a little bit the of tone that, down, like, but Boston, like, yeah. Boston fighting guys. How do you like them apples? But I, he's you know, definitely I got a little bit of good of will hunting in him. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to uh, bring out in a, you know, a parody way. The, the only way to like really do, uh, to like really do a Matt Damon is to do like a bit from Will Hunting. But instead, then you're just parroting. You're not doing, yeah. like you're not creating a, a thing. So I think that could be the ultimate goal here is we could try and crack Matt Damon. But I don't even know where to begin. Because he doesn't have a Matt thing. Damon. He doesn't have a, a way about him. We got to crack Matt Damon. <laughs> We crack him that day. Oh, man, a man would be so lucky. He looks like a tender lover. He could be. But he could also be sick. Um, well, be do you, did you do you have a Matt Dillon you wanted to do for us? No. I, I don't because he's like he's got like a really like it's it's like a really deep voice that comes from back here. I've but, had cigarettes since I was twelve. But but it's also like it also has like an element of vel- it has like an element of velvet to it. And it's just weird, it like doesn't match him. And he's got the voice. Uh, actually, a guy from Goodwill Hunting, the dude the, who was on the receiving end of How Do You Like Them Apples, has oh, a yeah, that blonde like douchebag. He's got the you same kind what? of thing. And then Kevin Dillon sort of has it. He's just Kevin, Kevin Dillon from Entourage. You know, he's sort yeah. of got that thing in his. Yeah. Um, come, on, come on, turtle. The <laughs> like... I'm. I'm... I had a thought that I need to get get out. The guy, the antagonist in that scene in Goodwill Hunting, the fucking bob cut bleach blonde douchebag, is yeah. like probably one of the best examples of the quintessential just giant piece of shit um, in a bar. Uh, that oh wants yeah, to just fucking like they did such a good job of making that making everybody so angry at that man in the scene that when the how you like them apples scene happened like it was such good like retribution and yeah it was like you lost everyone you know everyone stood up and and golf clapped when i saw that scene i know that for a fact you ready for this that's quite literally the only scene i've seen in that movie you never saw google Google hunting Hunting. Uh, no i would really like williams robin williams kills it in that movie i would like didn't he get he got an oscar for that right i think so at least nominated yeah i know he's a two-time oscar winner can you do a robin williams Yes, sir. Ha, ha. that's that's all I can think is he's like peppies, bouncies, uh, who he he sings songs, everything, but he makes things up. No, no, I'm just doing genie, I think. But that's that's yeah. how I. Well, that I mean, that was him pretty much. He's got hairy arms and he's a hairy guy. He's a hairy guy, mm, but he can be sad and happy. Who happy like this? You know, like the, he's just manic. He's just. Can, you do, a, can you do a Robbie Williams? <laughs> no, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> like, I would just sing a Robbie Williams song, and I don't know any. I do have one yeah. of his albums somewhere, but um. Yeah, so I don't know how to get a Matt Dillon. I'm gonna have to come up with a recording and slow it down. Maybe we'll try that with him. Uh, in the other weeks. as we move on, um, we should limit the amount of British impressions that we do because 
Um, that's kind of low hanging fruit in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. If you can do any kind of British accent, to doing an accent, yeah, yeah. They all become Russell because Brand after a while. The only They're difference. Like, Hello, I'm British. <laughs> it's me, Michael Caine. It's well the only... good, isn't it? The only difference between Michael Caine doing a Michael Caine impression and doing a Carl Urban as Billy Butcher impression is literally <laughs> just the words that you say. Yeah. So like the more the more profane laced it is, it's Billy Butcher, and the, yeah. the more like kindly old grandpa it is, it's Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Billy Butcher, man, I missed. You know, if you want little doses of Billy Butcher, highly recommend following Carl uh, Urban's Instagram. Oh, I do because it's not really like any Billy Butcher material, but it's just him on vacation and shit. And I just imagine he's Billy Butcher and he always has a shit eating grin on his face. So it's delightful. It's an absolute delight. Well, the whole, the whole cast is uh, for the boys. There's some breaking news, some breaking entertainment oh. news. The breaking whole cast for the boys um, is should be finishing up their quarantine uh, right now. So they can get back to set. I can't wait. I really have grown so, to just love that show. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. My boy finally, uh, my boy Joe finally fucking took the leap. You know what's funny about when I give recommendations to people, um, it, like my friends, my male friends, it's always when their girlfriends or their wives want to watch it, then they start watching it. And it's yeah. always two years after I recommend, recommend it. And they're like, wow, they come back and they're like, wow, you were right, Steven. You were right. That show is great. And I was like, cool. Tell your wife or girlfriend, I said, thank you for you know, <laughs> having you watch the show. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> See, what happened for me with the boys was you were like, dude, you got to watch it. And, then, and I intended to, but I just, it's TV is so time consuming. Yeah. And then, uh, and then one day midway through quarantine, I was just like, well, shit, I haven't had a superhero movie in a long time. <laughs> and I got the shakes and I appeased the shakes with the boys. And then it was actually just better than most superhero movies. So well, well that's I... what I like about our current dynamic is that like you, you're the deep cut movie guy and I'm the deep cut te television guy. Yeah. And then we know each other, you know, well enough to where I can be like, I don't like, I know that you won't like Cobra Kai as much as everybody else likes it. Yeah. So that's one you can skip. And then like, I always come to you with movies, movie. I'm like, Hey, this movie, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And you're like, you might like it. And then if, if I get that, I probably won't watch it. Like yeah, I usually need like a Dan Scully stamp of approval. 100%. Yes. You will like, like um, uh, that Santa Claus movie, fat man. That was great. Loved it. Wasn't that fantastic? 100% about that movie. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Goggins, baby. He was killer. Yeah. So funny when he goes, I've come for your head. Fat man! <laughs> That's so good. But, and then I love the, what does he say? He's like, you think you're the first? Yeah, Santa Claus is a <laughs> You badass think I got movie. this job because I'm fat and jolly? I was like, this is fucking hardcore Western shit. But yeah. it's Santa and a fucking bug-eyed hitman. This is insane. I loved it. Um, That was a good Mel Gibson as fat. Yeah. yeah. He's another one like Matt Damon where anyone who wants to do a Mel Gibson impression just does Australian guy. But Mel Gibson, despite having grown up in Australia, does not really have a prominent Australian accent. No. Like when you watch like Sonny and they do the, the Lethal Weapons, when Dennis does oh, yeah. does uh, uh, Riggs, he always does it from Dan Anda. And it's like, it, he just sounds like he doesn't sound like that. He just so sounds American, frankly. But like, uh, yeah, he's another one that nobody can really do a Mel Gibson unless they just do... Australian guy, Dan Ender. Or or like you just did if he's in if he's in a role of some kind. Because that was a good yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that was just me saying. That was just me saying. That was just me doing an Australian accent and saying down under. No, when you were doing the fat man impression. Oh, that was more just. But that's the voice of any cowboy who's defending his land. Yeah. So I guess I guess I guess Mel Gibson was just literally just reading the lines and that's, yeah. Well, I mean, but now that he's just like a grizzled old out, like re- recovering alcoholic, he's he's just fried. So anybody yeah. who played that role would just sound like this fucking. <sighs> okay, here's a good one. Can you do this one, uh, Keanu Reeves? See, I'm I'm tempted to do him in like Point Break when he's like, "Hi, I'm an FBI agent." You're like, cut. Well, now, now he's now he's got the thing going where he's like, where he talks really badass, but he's still a bro inside, like something like that. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. He's another tough one because he's not very verbose, and when he is like, when he's tasked with being a super verbose character, it's it's not always as good for me. Um, Because I think he's a good actor. But I think that his range is of a certain thing, and it it kind of has shifted over his career. But like, I love Bram Stoker's Dracula as much as anybody. But like, he's he's like kind of ridiculous, in that, and that's a ridiculous movie. And that's he's why he's kind of ridiculous in it. Well, and that's called, why they only gave me two lines. Accent. And his English accent is really weird the entire time because he's like he's like vomiting it out because he can't do it. It's like when you listen to like a Hugh Laurie do. An American accent. Oh my god, and dude! They have to just shut down every vowel because they just have to keep it in tight. Like the very when first Chris, when Christoph Waltz has to keep his vowels in, it's it's like he's trying to hold in his shit. It's weird. The very first Doctor Strange when uh, Benedict Cumberbatch had to do an American accent, it was so it was like, "Hello, I am Doctor Stephen Strange." <laughs> yeah, it is me. I am a real doctor. Oh, ouch! Ouch! Born. My hands! My hands! They hurt. <laughs> My hands are hurting. Oh no, I will not be a doctor anymore. How can I love you with these hands, Rachel McAdams? How, how? I cannot do it. If only some uh, Benedict, Benedict, her name's not Rachel McAdams in the movie. <laughs> and, and Benedict- I am sorry, like, I am sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, ben- doctor Strange, it's strange to think that on the set of Doctor Strange, uh, someone would have to specify which Benedict they were talking to. Yeah. There's very Long few movies that have two Benedicts. Yeah, that's I never thought about that before. That's kind of wild. Also, Cumberbatch and Wong sounds like the latest fusion restaurant in New York City. <laughs> Cumberbatch like, and Wong. Yo, you been to Cumberbatch and Wong yet? Fucking delicious. Dude, they put uh, coleslaw on a cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah, and they have a fish and chips, but it's fried sushi. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I would eat the shit out of that. <laughs> No, so wait, uh, it was, who did you say? Keanu Reeves was the other one. Oh yeah, I, that was another one that I, that I used to do back in the day that I can't do anymore was Christoph Waltz. Because, but he's another one where I feel like if you're doing Christoph Waltz, you're just doing Hans Lander, you know? And you, yeah. you, you, he's the, ooh. I ooh. mean, that, that was easily his, he really, he started off too hot, I think, because everything he's done since then has been kind of mediocrely received. Yeah, because Hans Landa is like he's like was Han, immediately, immediately he's Hans Gruber, immediately up there with Hans Gruber and Darth Vader is like the top villains of cinematic history. Yeah, he's on. That was in what 2008 that movie came out. Sounds about right. Yeah. So like that's that's 12 years ago. And we already have like a staple of cinema villain villainy. Yeah, he's like just this forever. dude that popped out of nowhere, and like so I think that he kind of shot himself in the foot. Um. 
which is ironic because of the foot scene in Inglorious Bastards. That's kind of a reach. Um, that, that is a bingo. Well, we're at time. Yeah, we're going to so, come up with But if uh, anybody has impressions they want us to try, uh, get at us. Uh, how do you get at us, Steve? <laughs> at Hot Property Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're on twitter right. now there's ze- there's literally zero content on our twitter feed right now but um when Once dan I get access to it, we'll inevitably have, uh, we'll comes back fun. to twitter i'm gonna let well, him i don't have it. to come back um, to twitter but i can come back in the form of hot property and sharing things. Yeah. i still share i still share my movies and stuff on on twitter i just don't i don't care to engage with it because it's hurting my brain um i, I want to write do... a goddamn book i can't do that on twitter um i have more plugs yeah at BBA underscore the Corgi. Um, buy Bitcoin. Shout out to Fritzy. And uh, Dan, you're up. You just advocated buying Bitcoin on the air. That's a big, big step for us. Kind of. I mean, nah, you don't have to buy Bitcoin. I'll just put it this way. Uh, this is more of a... Um, this is an entertainment podcast, so any financial <laughs> advice offered is surely offered in jest. If you so choose to take it, that is your responsibility and not ours. We waive all rights to blah, yeah. blah, blah, all that shit. Um, but, just uh, ask for I have a little bit of Bitcoin, and it's like, it's going up, 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 up. Yeah. It's sunk down a little bit. But I'll tell you where your money should really go, guys. Have we, have we, have we talked dividends? We no, um, My Venmo is at SkyCaptain, and uh, Dan... <laughs> My Venmo, I believe, is, is just my name, which is kind of cool. Well, we'll we'll take your money and put it in Bitcoin for you on your behalf if you're not comfortable dealing with um, cryptocurrency by yourself. I, uh, I'm i not going to do that for you. If you give no, me money, Dan, I'm going to buy Bitcoin is, for Dan, me. And then I'm not scam. going to... This is a scam. We're scamming the audience. We're okay, I just don't want to go to federal money. prison. I don't no. want to go to jail. No. Over, over this, by the way, this is not country. a scam. This is not a scam. <laughs> Dan, this is... This is the scam that we're going to run. This is how we make money off the podcast. So I'm glad we're not scamming the audience. No, no, no. If we were scamming the audience. Bitcoin, the next big thing. Is it? It'd I, be I mean, bigger than Hula Hoops, I tell you. I bought literally $100 of Bitcoin like two years ago, and it just kind of sat there. So who knows? Maybe that 100 will turn into... And I have 300 It's like 250 eh. I don't know. I don't know. I am a complete speculator, although my stock portfolios. Looking pretty good for an amateur. Doing okay. Doing okay. Oh, I got. I got a tip for you. Offline though. Um, Sweet. Because it's insider trading. Just a boober. Okay. Um, at Dan Scully on all of the things. My Instagram is at Philly Window Zoo. Um, and uh, check out. I like to movie movie. Check out moviejohn.com, findy.com, cinema76.com, and also make sure you eat a hearty breakfast. A, a chicken hand, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give, give it a hand. Yeah, go get a ripping chicken on us. Uh, that's been Hot Property. And as always, it's, it's got be good. to be good. It's gotta be good. And it's gotta be live. It's got to be live. It's pretty good uh, Nicholson you pulled out there, man. Not, not. It should have been him. It should have been him.